It's Ben Buckley reporting from the Canadian Beverage Packaging event in Brussels in fairly sunny Belgium. Um, I'm joined by uh, Anna Rees, who's Group Communications and CSR Manager at Fruish. And um, just just by way of context, um, Fruish, I believe, Anna, are the largest smoothie uh, supply in Scandinavia. Um, Okay, yeah, thank you, and, and welcome. Um, well, well, Anna, you, you were talking about um, you know trading with the developing world, sustainable packaging development um, uh, on on the ground. Um, I mean, CSR, you know, it's 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 much discussed, but you know, maybe you know people are, you know have got a bad reputation in in this sector for you know doing a lot of talking and maybe maybe not acting enough. Um, talk, talking about um, how, how Frusha, you know, looking down your supply chain and, and back into the farm in, in places like Malawi, um, um, what are you doing to, to, um, to improve the situation on the ground? I mean, you, you were talking about trade and not, not aid. Yes, definitely. Um, given the fact that at least 50% of the fruit comes uh, from developing countries, the fruit that's in our smoothies right now, then we have a specific interest in visiting these countries. Visiting particular Africa, where most of our mangoes and our bananas are coming from. And um, visiting these farms, we bring consumers, we bring customers, and we bring media as well. We have experienced that the farms are making a, an amazing impact on sustainable development in, in these local and very rural communities. And these stories that the farms are telling, those are the ones that we want to tell. What we see when we get there is that handouts and development aid and uh, lots of NGOs that are giving out handouts, is, unfortunately, it's just not the right way to go. It's uh, good and great intentions, but it's just not working on the ground. What is working, though, is buying the stuff, buying the fruit from the fruit farms and making it easier for them to actually export their goods to, to America and to, to the EU. Mm. So we're, we're trying to fight the trade barriers on behalf of the developing countries, mm. so mm. to say. Mm. And this is uh, obviously a lot of uh, nitty-gritty in, in terms of, you know, looking down your supply chain. And I know you're, you're quite critical. You showed a few slides. There was one of, uh, you know, Bono kind of, you know, waving at, at African children. And that's, you know, maybe the, 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 the aid side of things that, uh, you know, is, is, is more to the forefront in, in the public eye. But you're making the point that a lot of this money is, is wasted by corrupt governments or is, you know, harvested away to Swiss uh, bank accounts or wasted on weapons. So it's, it's obviously a, a very topical issue. Um, Malawi mangoes, maybe then, just to, to tease these guys out as a case study, I, I said, I, I think you, you were telling me you, you've committed to, to dealing with them, you know, if they, they can provide the goods in terms of, of quality and price. Um, you know, how do these guys work? Well, um, it's, uh, it's two, two guys, two British guys that started a, a mango and banana plantation three years ago and we followed them from the beginning. That means that we visited them eight times by now and we've seen an amazing progress in terms of uh, doing business in Africa here. You're talking about a landlocked country in the middle of Africa. It's, uh, it can't really be <laughs> worse or it can't get even harder to, uh, to, to make private business, but uh, these guys have actually managed to to hire in about 8,000 smallholders by now, and that means that they're giving them plants and training them, teaching them how to, to grow the, plant, the plants, and then they are committing to buying the, the, the mangoes and the bananas whenever they have uh, harvested them. And that, to a poor farmer in Malawi, is just 
amazing and very different. Uh, it's a whole new way of uh, thinking to actually be able to predict your income, to know that you can send your, your kids to school now and not just be depending on what you can sell on the local market in the in the weekends. What they've done there is uh, truly honorable and and it's a story that we like to, to share to the rest of the world. Okay. And we were talking about uh, whether other food and beverage firms uh, – you know that are well known. You know in, in our markets, we're, we're, we're you know doing similar kind of uh, of, of partnerships in, 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 in these um, in these developing markets. And you, and you were saying that you know most people say in, in fruit juices and smoothies would would contract with suppliers in Germany or the states who would who would maybe be supplied by you know a thousand farms, maybe more. There's, there's not a lot else going on. Unfortunately, not well. Um, traceability in general in terms of supply chain is a growing trend and it seems like almost all bigger companies at least feel like they have to have somewhat of a traceability supply chain focus because that's what the consumers want which is a good thing you know there's more and more focus on it yet in my mind uh, it seems like a lot of it is more uh, a notion that I would call social washing, and you're just trying to wash your hands, and you 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 might say that you're doing something, but but, you, but actually you're just uh, you're just saying it, not really walking the walk. And I think that's uh, that's what's most important, especially in the food and beverage industry, is that we should we should look at the origin of our products, and we should go back to it, back to the roots. And before talking about it, we should get to know it and to understand it, because there's so much corruption, unfortunately, and so much. Uh, bad policies out there that we shouldn't confuse the consumers anymore with the, with saying you should spend your money on this and that and then really what what happens is that it's just going to be wasted somewhere so we should get to to understand what it is that we're that we're working with and uh, and then sharing those stories well thanks for those insights Anna